everyone and welcome back to the TBI Expert View. Today we're going to discuss SAFT, so Standard Audit File for Tax, and I'm joined by our Global VAT Director, Barbara Barczyk. Barbara, hello. Hi, Lisa. Welcome, everybody. Lisa, you look gorgeous today, I need to say. <laughs> so, Barbara, we're just going to jump straight into SAFT. Why is it so topical at the moment? Yeah, you know, before we jump on that topic, let's say that I think there is a confusion when term is softy used, and this is because of the evolution of the concept and the use of the softy by the tax offices. Yeah, so I think it, it really is down to the terminology and what does softy mean to different countries, and this is where the confusion lies. So maybe we'll just bring it back to the beginning and talk about the origin or the concept, the original concept of softy and how that's evolving in the different countries. So SAFTI is an abbreviation and stands for the Standard Audit File for Tax. It was developed by the OECD and the aim was to producing the standardized format for electronic exchange of accounting data from organizations to tax authorities and external auditors. There were two main aims and two main key principles behind SAFTI. The first one that the organization should be able to export information contents related information, so invoices, ledgers, master files to tax authorities and to external auditors. And the other was just to support the tax audit procedure uh, carried out by the tax authorities and also by the external audit organizations. Sounds like a very practical and straightforward kind of concept, the original SAFT concept. So why has it become very complicated? Because what emerged from this original concept was actually three broadened areas. Uh, you can it could be divided. The first one is when based on the tax authority request, you are sending the data in a standardized format for a tax audit purposes, for example. The second element or the second way how softly developed is basically being a periodical data provision. Uh, beside or on the top of the regular standard VAT return. And the third element or the third concept was emerging from the original one that is actually replacing the VAT return, for example, like in Poland. And we also have Norway. So Norway is the latest uh, country to introduce SAFT uh, in its reporting kind of requirement. And, and just going back to what you said previously, um, you know, I suppose the complexity lies in that each country has taken its own a kind of version of SAFTI, SAFTI in its original form of that audit that for that audit process and then reporting in real time, near real time. And now we have this kind of um, the replication of the VAT return or replacement of the VAT return by SAFTI, like in Poland, for example, and now in Norway. So we know that this year Norway introduced um, their SAFTI EVAT reporting from the 1st of January 2022, and it was intended to be a simplification of the VAT compliance process. So Barbara, how true is it that it is actually a simplification? Yeah, is it true? Uh, SAFTI is, is quite often described as a burdensome exercise in the vast majority of the countries. But in case of Norway, uh, SAFTI has been introduced since 2020 uh, and on the top of the regular VAT returns. There was a duplication in the data provision. Since the January 2000, so since this year, they just only need to submit uh, the soft report and the EVAT report, as they're calling it, which is actually an effective reduction in, in the data provision requirement. So this is a simplification indeed. 
So in Norway now, the, the VAT return as we know it is gone and it has been replaced with this. It's still high level, so it's not it, we're not down to transactional level detail, um, but it is a kind of an amalgamation of VAT codes. How is the how is the new content reported or how is it covered uh, in this new format? Yeah, so already the introduction in 2020, the soft reporting requirements has already resulted in using a standardized VAT codes and a standardized chart of accounts already. So the same data content will be reported effectively. So there is nothing new in the reporting requirements, but instead of the box level allocation of the information, the transaction allocation will be based on the softy codes. As a result of this, all transaction will be reported as just like that in the past. So there will be the same information provided to the tax authority, just in a little bit different format. So it's a real simplification, like I said before. So now the transactions need to be reported according to the SAFT code. So how do taxpayers or how will they know how to map their previous tax codes to the new SAFT codes? Yeah, there is, there is a summary table to be found on the Norwegian Tax Authority homepage where to give a straightforward instruction in this regard. So no worries, it's pretty clear, very user-friendly. So that's the, the VAT return covered and its content. Uh, what about the submission, Barbara? So lots of taxpayers are already used to uh, using the API connection because of the software obligation introduced previously. So this is the standard format, how they can submit, but obviously it's not the only format. So they can submit the, uh, the requirements in an XML format as well, if they don't have the capacity just to build in the API connection to the tax authority portal. So just the last point then to cover in Norway, Barbara, is just in terms of the filing frequency, because we spoke about this new obligation coming in from the 1st of January 2022. But has anything changed in relation to the filing frequency? No, nothing has been changed. So the bi-monthly uh, VAT filer, they need to submit the first uh, e-SAFTI or e-VAT report uh, by the 10th of April. So nothing has been changed in this regard. Uh, and they still give, uh, give them enough time just to adjust the ERP system, if still needed, or just to be prepared for this new reporting requirement. So that kind of wraps us up for Norway. So as you've explained, um, Norway's EVAT or their SAFTI reporting is a real simplification that we're seeing. And it really helps to drill down into that evolution in Norway because uh, you know Norway had this original, the original concept of SAFTI, that audit file for tax, and now it's evolving into this kind of EVAT reporting in a SAFTI format. So I think that has really described the process and the evolution of SAFTI that we're seeing around the world. But going back into Europe then, the EU Commission is also looking at e-reporting um, and what that's going to mean in the future for, for Europe and whether we can kind of form any harmonization. So they've launched a public consultation and um, it's called VAT in the Digital Age and it's looking at kind of this uh, fair and simplified uh, tax and fair and simplified VAT compliance. So Barbara, just back to you again, and what do you think the EU Commission is trying to achieve with this consultation? The Commission Exemplar for Fair and Simple Taxation underlined the need to look how the technology can be used by the authorities to fight against tax fraud and that you also just to support the, the businesses, how they are, the way they are reporting effectively their 
their data requirements. So it will look at the current VAT rules, you know, one element, and how they should be adopted in the, the digital age, how they could be used and how they could be interpreted. So it will also try to bring some harmonization on the technology level and for the digitalization of the VAT reporting, which means that they're trying to achieve a legislative proposal in, by 2022, um, in actually three different areas. The one of them is the VAT reporting and the e-voicing. The second is basically the VAT treatment of the platform economy. The third one is a single EU VAT registration. So these are the three main area uh, they would like to look into. And they already started the consultation in this regard. They haven't finished it yet. And uh, there will be an impact assessment uh, issued based on those feedbacks. So Barbara, just your personal opinion then on how successful you think this public consultation will be and the ultimate proposal coming from the EU Commission. Um, so, so like we discussed, like we see, and there are very, uh, various uh, uh, softy variants in throughout Europe. So we have got real-time reporting, real-time real invoicing for real-time invoicing for Hungary. We have got an almost real-time reporting for Spain. SII. We have got uh, a periodical data provision, for example, for the Czech Republic. Um, we have got uh, replacing the, the seeing replacing the VAT returns in, in Poland and Norway, as we discussed. And there are some up on the requests of the requirements in Austria, <clears throat> for example, uh, when the tax authority requires information in a particular format. There are all sorts of emerging from, from the soft reporting. And, but I think why it could be successful, because the tax authorities throughout Europe has already experienced softy in different formats. They can share their review, they share their, share their experiences and, and le lessons learned from, from the practicalities. So I really hope that all of this common knowledge, all of this uh, variables of the soft reporting will actually just uh, you know just to make those synergies that will accelerate the whole procedure to be able to come up with even one or two single variants for for uh, a common uh, digitalization for example for the registration or digitalization of the data provision in europe so i really trust that that uh, that uh, that having those experience a couple of years experience in, in softy in europe uh, will drive the effectiveness of the conversation and the cooperation between by the commission as well and also by by the member states so Barbara, I think we just live in hope of this harmonisation and hopefully that uh, EU Commission consultation and proposal will bring us some form, form of harmonisation for SAFTI reporting. And um, thanks very much, Barbara, for joining us today to discuss this in a bit more detail. Thank you, Lisa. And thanks everybody for joining us here again on The Expert View. We really look forward to seeing you next time round. Thank you for listening to the TBI Expert View. As always, if you enjoyed the conversation, Please share and subscribe to get notified when new episodes will be released. Bye for now.